This podcast would like to acknowledge the traditional owners of the land on which we record, the Rwandri Woiwurrung people of the Kulin Nation. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal elders and Torres Strait Islander communities who may be listening today. Should we get started? Let's get started. Let's, let's right. get started. to episode one of Glitter and Gold, the original Steps podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Scott. And I'm Brad. And this podcast is dedicated to discussing and dissecting the legacy of Steps, the UK's biggest mixed sex pop group of all time. So boys, we've got this podcast here to talk about Steps. Let's get into it. Five, six, seven, eight. I wouldn't put that in the podcast. <laughs> well, no, why not? Look at me. I'm like, I'm the reverse Claire, like giving up my lines. Yeah. <laughs> but you're like, all me, all say. I just want to ask a question because I'm very conscious of it. Can anyone hear me breathing? We'll leave that in the edit. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want my breaths online. Well, not in this forum anyway. So no. save that for Twitter, for my old Twitter, <laughs> which, I don't, which I don't have. Um, <laughs> so today we'll be starting things off on our own individual steps journeys, as well as how we all got to know each other. So Shane, why don't you start things off? And uh, what was your first intro to steps? My first intro to Steps, okay, so it was through my mum, um, through buying, she bought five, the 5678 single. and That's a good one. Yeah, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Um, I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm interested in this song, and she was going on about it, and she was one of the people that got, you know, 5678 to number one in Australia, their first number one. It was really vividly what I remember is one Saturday morning watching a show called Video Hits here in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like a a clip show that we'd have on our weekend. So like Top of the Pops, but not live performances, just clips. And I remember um, laying there on the couch, like lying down, and then last thing in my mind popped up and I literally shot up and sat up and I was like, what is this? And I was like, it sounds like ABBA. And I pressed record on the TV and then I, as soon as that finished, I basically rewound it and watched it again and I was like, immediately obsessed and by the end of that day i had popped down to the local shops which was waverly gun shopping centers in mulgrave in victoria to leading edge music and had purchased the singles um and so by the end of the day i had the single and i was uh team steps not putting two and two together that the previous incarnation that i'd heard five six seven eight was steps and the that the single was already in the house but not really you know i was team spice girls i wasn't team yeah. i wasn't team steps at that stage with five six seven eight but by last by the time last thing my mind came around i was team steps so do you know yeah. what you know what's interesting like you say that about the you didn't realize that it was a the same band this is just such a random thing, but when Last Single My Mind came out and I bought the single, you know how on the back of the old, I think they did it through the first couple of like Step One and Septacular where they had like individual photos of themselves on the back of the CD singles yeah. and their names. So if you look at 5678H, it says Ian, and then yeah. in everything moving forward said H. So when mm. Last Single My Mind came out and he looked quite different, I genuinely thought that they'd replaced him with a different <laughs> member. <laughs> Easy yep. mistake to make. Yep. Um, I run the Steps Australia Facebook page um, with a mate of mine called Dean. Uh, we met each other through Twitter when Steps uh, reunited in 2011. We uh, individually posted that we were going to see them, happened to see each other's posts and then became mates and then saw Steps together overseas and hung out and all that sort of stuff. 
you're a bit famous. You've had a few appearances on their <laughs> on their shows and their tours, Shane. Well, uh, I am. My Instagram handle is Stepmeister. I am the ultimate Stepmeister, um, uh, and I'm uh, known as the Australian friend of steps, as coined by Faye Toza herself at the What the Future Holds tour back in 2021. No, but um, what I was relating to was on the Steps on the Road again. You were on the documentary. Oh. Yeah, I was on the documentary with Dean um, for a blink and you'll miss it moment, yeah. episode five, 23 minutes in, I think. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I was on that and I've been, you know, I, I'm on the Party on the Dance Floor DVD. I'm on the What the Future Holds DVD. I'm sure you've all seen my big you, head you before. Also, so. You were also on, I sent it to you a few weeks ago. I found a clip of the Venga Boys performing at <laughs> one of the step shows and I was like, <laughs> Oh, that's you. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, I was in that too. It's probably the party on the dance floor too. Yeah, 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 them. yeah. Um, so that's enough about me. What about you, Scott? So for me, my intro to steps. I had to think about this the other day. I'm fairly sure, ninety five percent sure, that the first time I ever heard steps and saw them was Top of the Pops. So I think anyone living in Australia in the sort of late nineties, early two thousands, that was um, privileged enough to have cable TV would know we had top of the pops here. We were like a week behind, but it used to be shown on Friday nights and then repeated on Saturday mornings. It was like a ritual for me that I never missed an episode for years and years. I used to always record it. And, you know, it was a real kind of gateway for us as sort of pop fans to get an understanding of what was coming soon you know obviously mm-hmm. things that were released in the uk would come here a couple of months later so you almost got a little bit of a glimpse of what was what was to come um and i remember seeing steps for the first time performing five six seven eight um and just sort of being a bit like confused and a bit like <laughs> what was that but also it's kind of catchy um and was hooked and then i i think i do remember buying the single um at jb hi-fi in heidelberg for anyone who in melbourne who knows uh, where that is and I think, like like you, Shane, I think last thing on my mind, though, was the one that really mm. hooked me in. I, I remember Jimmy, yeah. seeing it again on Top of the Pops, and, and then I remember buying the single, and and I think from then on in, you know, I was I was hooked. I've never met Steps, um, like unlike yourself, Shane and, and Brad, but um, I have seen them live just once on the 3rd of December, 1999, at um, Newcastle Arena at the Next Step Live tour. Um, I was 12 years old and my father still to this day reminds me that it was the tour that he got um, Pepsi thrown on him by some kids behind us. And that's the only thing he remembers of that show. Um, But I just remember being a 12 year old little kid and just living my best life watching them perform. And I was doing all the dance routines just like everyone else in the arena. And it was, it was pretty awesome. It's something I still have really, really fond memories of now. I used to run a fan site back in the day. It was called Steps International. Stepsinternational.cjb.net. Um, that's the one. I love that you remember that, and I don't even remember that. <laughs> that was like my Bible when I was growing up, especially when Steps broke up. Like, I went on your website before I went on Steps Official. Well, that's, you know, that's the power I had, Brad. You know, that was that was the influence I had on the Steps uh, Steps fans back in 2001. But I think, yeah, like I do remember because there was there was a few other like fan sites like Generation Steps, obviously, which is the number one. Shout out to Chris Fox, who still runs that um, to this day and mm. is very well known in the Steps community. He does a lot for us. Um, he still sort of does operates. a lot for Steps. He does a lot for mm. Steps, a lot for the fans. So shout really out to him. There was Ultimate Steps, which still exists in um, social media form. And then there was 
also another website called Steptastic. Do either of you remember that website? I remember Steptastic. Yeah. Mm. So I feel like my website was pretty pretty up there with with those three. They were they were those three were considered the kind of top tier. But I'd like to think that, that I was up there. And we had that. the we had the Australia Steps website that was on. I didn't run that by the way. That was run by somebody else. But yeah. um, Steps Australia, I think it was called or something like that. Yeah. Um, probably housed on GeoCities, like every other fan site back in probably. 2001. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Probably. <laughs> um, and the other thing is, I run the Steps Collection. Instagram account, um, which I started back in 2020. Like a lot of us during lockdown, I was bored and I was feeling nostalgic. So I thought I would start posting all of my steps items. And it's it's been, yeah, three years now. And I've really um, enjoyed more than anything connecting with other steps fans as well, um, running that page and meeting so many other steps Australian fans. Because I definitely feel like you two will understand that back in the day it definitely felt like we were the only fans we always felt you know i think we would we always felt like we were the only steps fans in the country so it's nice to know that there's a lot more of us out there what about you brad tell us a bit about your introduction to steps so i came into my steps love a little bit later than the both of you i had five six seven eight and lasting on my mind but that was because my siblings were into it they were I wouldn't say they were fans, but they were definitely really into it. And I was just like nonplussed. But then it was, I'm so basic. It was tragedy. That was the one that was like, that's the one. It's the wedding dresses. It's Lee at the altar with Lisa. Like that just, you know, that was it for me. And I never really turned back. And then it was like every few months waiting, you know, watching video hits on Saturday mornings, waiting for their new video and then there was a time where it all went quiet. And, and so that's probably when I joined the online community because I was a little bit older then. You know, I joined Gen Steps, uh, Ultimate Steps, Steptastic, just waiting for Update Steps International, of course. Mm-hmm. And then obviously I broke up and, you know, devastated throughout my teenage years. I, was, oh, I don't know about you guys, but when Lisa was doing all those sexy songs, like I was trying to like get my friends into it by being like, oh, sexy oh yeah. <laughs> I've never to, heard anyone are you trying to talk about her solo, solo back catalog like that, those sexy songs. <laughs> what songs are you referring to, Brad? Oh, get it on. Come on. <laughs> Get It On came out, okay, it came out the same time as a Call On Me and The Weeknd. It did, so yeah. It was yeah, in that um, whole vibe of, like, you know, yeah. sexy girls in a... That kind of ministry car. of sound era. Yeah, sexy yeah. girls trying to wash a car or do exercises era. Yeah. Yep, yep. Okay. So I knew by then that I wasn't, Lisa wasn't the one for me, but <laughs> I used that to kind of, you know, increase the radio play. I guess my claim to fame, I don't have a Facebook or an Instagram page dedicated to steps, but... I have a little bit of a conspiracy theory that I want to share with you, even though it's the intro episode. 2020 lockdown. An artist I like called Vincent releases a song called Hard to Forget. I'm like, this could be a good step song. So what do I do? I send it to their management. I send it to the Right Back At Your podcast, who also played on their show and saying, this would be a good song for steps. What do you know? 18 months later, it's the lead single from their Greatest Hits album. I manifested it. If you manifested it, I'm kicking you off this call. I know. Scott, I saw <laughs> you your know my feelings your- about that yeah. song. But yeah, so that is my claim to fame. And I also got to meet Lisa when she came to Sydney in yes. 20 with Day Cheese, which yes, we yes, should yes. talk about because I want to go into how we all know each other and how we all connected. And you two actually met first. So back mm-hmm. in 2020, again, like when I started the Steps Collection page, like I said before, it was just a really good way f- to be able to connect with other Steps fans, especially around that time when, you know, everything was going on in the world. I think it must have been early 
In 2001, Shane, I think you you started following me and then you, you slid into the DMs, basically. Um, 2001. <laughs> oh, my God. 20, 20, I mean, 20, in 2001, you were like, what, 14? Oh in 2001, I, I was like, what's Instagram? Because it didn't exist. <laughs> 20, uh, 2021. I would um, say probably 2020, babe. It was probably 2020. Was it 2020? Yeah, yeah, it was 2020 because I'm pretty sure you came across my steps Instagram sphere yes. around about then because I noticed that you are posting your collection online and I was like, mm. I'm going to follow this guy. Yeah. Um, and then – See who the competition is. Well, no, there was no competition because your collection <laughs> is much better than mine. But just like, oh, my God, it's steps related. Of course I'm interested. Yeah. And because I knew that I think around the time – that I started following you was actually before they had released What the Future Holds. It was like yeah, mid-2020. Yeah. And it's, but I knew stuff was coming out this year mm. because we we all knew stuff was coming and just knew. hadn't yeah. come out. Obviously, mm. neither of you listened to the leak of What the Future Holds, of course. Uh, no, I didn't have it on my phone since April uh, 2020. Well, no, actually, it never came across my sphere, so I didn't know the leak had happened until I did send it to you. I think a long time later because it was a different edit. Yeah, like, yeah you sent it to me after yeah. it had been released. Yeah, no, yeah. I never, I never had that on my phone. Um, <laughs> no, 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 never. Of course. Um, not. Anyway, sorry for distracting. No, no, you're right. Yeah, so effectively, I think you posted something, and I just started commenting on them and hitting you up in DMs, and we just started having conversations. And they're discovering that you're in Melbourne and then we was locked down so we couldn't like catch up or even go for walks or anything like that we're all from Melbourne actually we never said that at the start and it was only like at the end of 21 I guess yeah yeah maybe like a month before I went overseas yeah. to see them oh no actually it was after I'd come back from seeing them that we actually finally um were able to sort of meet in a setting where we weren't worried about being locked down for two seconds and I yeah. do remember Scott we we had a drink at Arbria Float yeah on the Yarra and then yeah. on Christmas Day, we both got text messages yeah. from the government saying you've been yeah. exposed to COVID. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, never, like, I never told my parents that. I would just pretend that it I didn't say anything. I didn't yeah. say anything other. I, I mean, we were both fine. That. We, we, we yeah. didn't get it, but um, I had just had it a month earlier in the UK, so I was like, mm. oh, I'm fine. Yeah. And, yeah, and so, I don't know, within that catch-up that we had, uh, within, like, you know, within the first half an hour, I was like, okay, why have I not known this person? Well, well what was bizarre you know what I mean? is we, we, have, we have mutual friends. So we do. We, we have quite a number of mutual friends, so it kind do, of was yeah. confusing that we had never crossed paths. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that was quite interesting. And there's, a, there's I wouldn't, like, I don't know if you agree, Scott, but there's sometimes uh, in some of the thinking that you and I might have, it's, it's very similar. I think because yeah. we grew up with the same ilk, I guess, you know. Yep. Um, so that's how we know each other. But, Brad, how do you get to know us? <laughs> so, Shane, we actually met in 2010 because you also met Lisa at Say Cheese. There's photos of us together. I don't have these photos. And I re- look, when we had that meeting at the cafe, I remember you saying this. But what I do remember is the other crazy fan at the front when Lisa was performing. And I think that may have been you. Um, but I don't remember the yes. photo. <laughs> well, you were in the meet and greet, though, weren't you? I was. Yeah, she actually, another claim to fame. She actually, during Bear the Devil, you know, and it's on YouTube. She actually, halfway through the song, she got points to me and goes, Brad. the video that i recorded that's on youtube 
Possibly. Because there's only one performance of Lisa Scott Lee doing Say Cheese in Sydney, and it's my video. Step my stores, everyone on YouTube, if you want to get that. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll have to go back and watch that. But I don't remember you in the meet and greet, and I certainly don't have the photo of you and I together. Um, do I'll you have it? To you. I do, and I will send it to I you. I apologise. Oh, you've advance. got the photo, Brad. Of course. Oh, my oh. God. Of course I do. But um, so I have the photo, but I've just cut everyone else out except for me and Lisa. <laughs> That's not, that's not me being shady. That's just like, I'm here to meet Lisa, you know what I mean? But I thought the same. I was like, why is everyone else here? Like, no, I want to be the one. I remember someone spilled something on my, because she signed postcards for all of us, right? Yes, 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 yes. And Got that somewhere. someone spilled a little bit of drink on mine. So she hang around before her gig and it was just me and her in the room. And I was like, oh my God. But um, no. What I don't know if I've told you this both before. One of the funniest things, and my friend was not laughing about it, but just pointing it out, is because she was doing the Pride Circuit at the time. This was 2010, so it was just before they had officially reunited and all that sort of stuff. And I know Dan Murphy, who run who ran that party. He does I Remember House, and and uh, he's a resident at Ark and so forth in Sydney. Um, but he. He brought her out as, as the second incarnation of that party, um, Say Cheese it was called. And I remember she did her show. Um, I had a drink with her at the bar before she did her show. Uh, this is after the meet and greet. And we just, I didn't ask her all about steps because, you know, I didn't want to. Johnny was there too. But what I do remember is getting a cab afterwards and like her and Johnny were standing in the line behind me. Oh, <laughs> no private car for them. Slumming it with everyone else rude. in the taxi bay. Rude, rude, rude. And, and my friend pointed out, why is she not getting a car? Do you want me to get a cab for you, babes? Like, do you want to have one? <laughs> there was but, no Uber yeah. back then. Apologies, Brad. I do vaguely remember you, but not specifically, if that makes sense. Back to the gist of it. Essentially, I just hit you both up on Instagram and I'd had this idea kind of loitering around. I messaged you both literally on the same day, being like, hey, us three should do a podcast. And we met up for coffee September 2022. And now we're here in some dates in the future. Mm -hmm. What the future holds, hey? But it's funnily enough that a week earlier, Scott and I had caught up and had said, whatever happened to that Steps podcast that was supposed to happen because yes. there was supposed to be another one, maybe we should bloody well do it. Mm. And then, you know, half joking, half like, you know, if it happens, it happens, whatever, not really thinking much of it. And then you messaged us and it was like, okay, let's do it. And then, you know, we all, we hadn't met you. We didn't meet each other. And then we had that coffee at the cafe in South Yarra and it was word vomit for the three of us. Yep. So I think that was a pretty cool indication that we should do it. And this is why we're here right now. So there yep. you go. And I think I think it, there's a space for us in the in the pop podcast universe. And I think uh, hopefully a lot of people will enjoy it. Let's be honest, this has probably gone over the intended 10 minutes, so let's just um, tell everyone what our hopes and dreams are for the podcast. Well, I think we definitely want to cover, I think firstly, the thing that I'm so excited to be covering, which I think is going to have to be quite a number of parts, is obviously given that we are three Steps fans in Australia, I think it's only fair that we start by going through the Steps history here in Australia, because there Mm. is a lot to talk about with Steps some really really great highs some really 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 lows and we want to cover off their you know entire sort of discography and and everything here in australia so i think that's what i'm most excited to um to talk about but yeah we'll be discussing everything from you know all of the solo careers i can't wait to talk about um totally scott lee that's going to be a good episode i want to do episode by episode recaps on that and steps reunion ideally i might get talked out of it by the time it actually comes to pass 
but no, I love I, that idea. It's also just good to have a space to talk about steps. I think, yeah. you know, as we kind of alluded to earlier, growing up, all three of us didn't feel like there was many people we could talk to about steps. And I think that's true universally. I completely agree. I want to talk about all the bits and bobs that they've had over the years as well, all the um, things that they're doing outside of steps, like Lisa being on Dancing with Ice or whatever it is. Dancing, yes. Yeah. I never, um, I never saw that back in the day. I, I have to try and see if there's some clips out there. Faye being on Strictly and Claire on The Masked Singer and, you know, Era 1 and Era 2 and everything in between. We also want to hear from you and compare your stories and bond as a community. And uh, we all individually feel like we're the only Steps fans in our respective households for now. So I guess it's the band. Oh, one of the reasons why we're doing this also is they've just had their 25th anniversary celebrations. Yeah. And so there's yeah. a space for us to talk about it. Yeah. And so, yeah, come along for that journey. We will fill be... the Steps void in the next few years while the band are on a little bit of hiatus. Yeah. And let's talk about our theories about... 25th anniversary celebrations while they've just had it we hope they'll be continued on in releases of certain albums when they hit that 25 year milestone those finals I mean if Danny Minogue can do Girl as a vinyl release <laughs> that's a good step can do step one a hundred percent you know Lee and H have been joking around about you know a 25th anniversary version of Experience that could be a moment track seven track seven <laughs> track seven I saw that did you see I H's did say that tick, uh, was it TikTok or something yesterday I did say that yeah so I love that they know they know so i guess that brings us to the end of the intro episode or step tro as it's known so come back for our next episode and if you want to get in touch feel free to join the steps australia facebook page or follow glitter steps pod on instagram steps clash on instagram or step Meister on instagram and don't forget to rate and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast give us five stars see you next time see you everyone bye, bye.